Once upon a time, Kimberly was just going through the motions. Every once in a while, she'd find some happiness, but it quickly faded. She chased every possible way to make money because she thought money was the key to getting the happiness she longed for. Then, one day, she decided she was worthy enough to try a different path. It led her through the dark cave of fear, past the forest of doubts, and to the village of vulnerability. With each step, she trusted herself more. She asked for what she really wanted, and she started to get it. More happiness, more love, and yes, more money. Welcome to the next chapter of Kimberly's Manifesting Success Story. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Bark. Parks here with Kimberly Height, Abundance Facilitator. Welcome, Kimberly. Hi, Cassie. Hi. We are recording this on April 11th, 2022, and there will be three episodes that are recorded today. So this is, while these are all standalone episodes, they're also part of a series uh, that will be three of this moment in time of Kimberly's manifesting success story. So uh, let's start there. What would you call this chapter of your manifesting success story? Um, Let's see. Uh, I know I, you asked that question. Um, owning I'm worthy again and again. Awesome. Yeah. So we're going to, um, talk about that. I, I believe I've set up this story for listeners to, um, that'll be our third episode of really I'll be all about owning your being worthy of what you want to manifest. So that will be episode three in this sort of three-part series. Um, and we're, we're going to build to that. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I want to start with this. What's your money manifested total? Um, it's over 315000 Yay! <laughs> Yay! Amazing. Uh, and that's in about two years in three to four months, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. How, how does that feel? I still like I still get goosebumps because um just how it's all played out of being paid to, to stay home and like manifest the life that I want to live. Getting paid to do what I want to do. <laughs> yes. So what would you say um is the biggest secret to manifesting money? Biggest secret. Um would that be kind of like my aha that I had? It can be. It's, I mean, whatever you think is the biggest thing to manifesting money. Trusting. Say more. I, in the, I would say in the past that I thought I had to push to manifest what I wanted. <laughs> um, and now I the secret that I finally got was that when I trust and let go and stop pushing, I get, I get what I want. And usually it's more than I ever like imagined that I could want. Like it's even better. 
Absolutely. I love that. And we're going to go deep into trust and inspiration and letting go um, in next week's episode. So that's the perfect lead into that. I think it is trust is huge and the not pushing and we're going to go really deep into that. So I don't want to start now because I'm going to save that all, give you guys (laughs) all the nuts and bolts in next episode. Um, So let's just kind of move through some of these other amazing questions and stories that I want to share. Um, You said that evidence is deeper now. And for those of you listening, maybe this is your first show. Evidence is really when you're working in the enchanted circle and it's in other law of attraction circles, but when you're working in the enchanted circle or enchanted um, life university, Evidence is what tells us that what we want is on our way. It's both the way that we start priming our brain to see what we want, because if we believe it's all already here, you know, it's here, we're just not seeing it. We're not tuned into that um, because we're not ready for it. We're not the person living that life. Um, It's our brain tuning into that. It's also telling our brain what we want to tune into. It's also documenting that we're getting there, even if we're not there yet. Right. So when you say evidence is deeper now, Kimberly, what does that mean? Um, it's so I, I, I shared that I just realized that I'll have a conversation about something. And then within that same day, I'll see evidence of the conversation that I had. Or I'll um, like I'll see something and find it interesting. And then in that same day, I'll have a conversation with somebody about something that I saw. And it's just, I don't know that I'm explaining it correctly, but it's just deeper now, like evidence. I feel like when I first started, like I was constantly searching for it. And Mm -hmm. now it feels more of like, it's, it's a part of who I am. Mm. Evidence is always there. It's always around me. And I'm just more it feels more relaxed and more natural. Mm. Would you say that you trust more that it's going to be there? Like you expect it to be there. You trust that you are manifesting what you want. Therefore you trust more that evidence is around. So you see it easier. Yes. Very cool. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, What evidence are you seeing about your dream life, being a successful coach, all of that. Um, there's so much evidence. Um, like I see things about authors all the times and writing a book and I'm writing a book. And so I know that I'm going to be a published author. I mean, it's just, I don't know when, like there's not a date but there's evidence everywhere of people publishing books and creating things. It's just, it's amazing to me. Like I see it every single day. Um, and, and I'm not really, I'm not looking for it. Like not subconscious, like I'm not consciously saying I need to see evidence that people are writing books. It's, it's like, it's, it comes to me automatically now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I see artists who are, they're creating these communities and they're doing it their way. And it's like, oh yeah, that's what I want. That totally like speaks to me. It's like, it's kind of that, oh, um, they're not doing it the way everybody else is doing it, which totally speaks to me. Yes. <laughs> they're doing it their way and they're being successful. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know personally whether or not they're pushing it, but it's it seems to me that it's flowing with ease. It's all all the pieces are coming together like a like a jigsaw puzzle, and they're just placing one piece at a time. No rush, just it's just simple and easy. And they're living the life that they want to live, which is evidence to me that I'm living and creating the life that I want to live. Absolutely, I love that. How about it's happening? What's what it's happening? Have you seen lately? Um, well, I <laughs> think the biggest thing um, is that I, I don't have a big list today. It's just, it's it's all happening. And I know that and trust that. So if I were to come up with a list, it's like, um, it's happening. I'm coaching. My clients love me. I celebrate my clients. Um, I'm an artist. I'm creating magical things and um, just loving living my life every single day. Yeah. I love it. How how is being a coach? So you've been um, coaching for about, about a little over 90 days. You've had clients that are manifesting money. Um, You're even interviewing them now like this. You're helping them shift and grow and catch their own stories. How is coaching different than you thought it would be? And also exactly like you thought it would be. Um, that's a really good question. Um, I think at first I was like, oh my God, can I do this? (laughs) Um, and now it's like, I am doing this and I'm showing up being a coach, holding space and supporting my clients and celebrating all that they're manifesting and watching them write this new story. It's, I was going to say magical, but it's even better than that. It's exactly what I wanted. Awesome. I love that. Um, Very cool. So you said, you know, that you've been finding your voice. What does that mean? Um, Well, there's two scenarios here. Um, One of them is... Sometimes I'm not sure what my message is or what I want to say. And I have discovered that I was still kind of listening to what other people say and whether or not I found it to be my truth or not and navigating that. So finding my voice and for me means that does that feel good? And is is that my message? And is that what I want to share? Um, and that all just kind of happened like an aha within the last week. (laughs) Um, and it's, I'll give you one example of like having conversations with my husband about money now. Like I look forward to them. I get excited about them and finding my voice is, was really about me just honoring what I want and being able to share that with him. How does that, oh, go ahead. And just allowing him to communicate with me without any stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And did that require you to be vulnerable? And what does that look like? And how does that go? Well, (laughs) I remember when it first happened, yeah, it was very vulnerable and very scary for me to own and say, this is what I want. This is what I need. Um, and it kind of has come up again recently 
you know, him supporting me financially while I'm building my coaching and, you know, following inspiration with my creativity. And I had to say to him, you know, I feel a little guilty. And I had to check in with, you know, are you okay with supporting me right now? Like I needed to hear that. And he said, oh, well, he always says this. He says, I'm abundant as a motherfucker. <laughs> so he goes, I'm making really good money. He goes, and I know that you're you're doing what you love. And he goes, and it's it may take a little bit of time. He goes, but I have trust in you and what you're doing. So it was totally different from when I first started this program. Amazing. How do you see your future self shine through in some of those moments where you have to have those questions, those conversations? Oh, I show up confident, um, which I never thought that I would show up confident discussing money, you know, with Joshua. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's always interesting because it's the conversations are easy now and they're fun. I never thought that would be possible. <laughs> like, tell us what they used to be like. Paint that picture. What did a money conversation? Because I'm sure listeners will be able to relate to what it used to be like and also probably to what it is now. So what kinds of conversations? How did they used to go? Well, in all honesty, I would get an idea in my head. I would come home and tell him, hey, this is what I'm doing. I wouldn't discuss it. I would say, hey, this is what I'm doing. And I would go do it. Um, now it's, well, and there was also feelings of, you're not going to tell me no. Like um, going into the conversation like, yes. with that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go into the conversation with, you're not going to tell me no. Um, and I'm right about money. And I know this is going to work. And just very, I was, I was, the word that comes to mind, I was defiant about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and now I come in and have a conversation with him as like, Hey, this is an idea that I have. Can we make it happen right now? Or do we need to put it on hold? Like, this is something that I want. How do we get there? Um, and I'm not figuring out the how, but like, is it something that we financially can do right now? Or do I need to, um, still want it, but just not today. Choosing not to invest in it today, actually. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so yeah, totally different. And I come in with, um, I don't really have an expectation of he's going to tell me no. And actually, honestly, he never tells me no. (laughs) (laughs) Did he say no in the past or did you just always come in with, you're not going to tell me no, there is no space for that. Um, he never told me no. I just assumed that he was going to. So I came in guns a blazing saying, mm-hmm. no, this is, this is what I'm doing. And <laughs> yeah, we even had a conversation recently about how sometimes that used to frustrate him because I would just do things and he would be like, well, why are you even asking me? You're going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And I had to say, no, this time I'm asking you, I want to have a conversation about it. I want to talk about money with you. And, you know, does this make sense right now? Or, you know, do we do it later? And it feels, feels so much better doing it that way than coming in as like, you know, a defiant toddler wanting and throwing a temper tantrum, getting my own way. 
Absolutely. <laughs> what of those, uh, because your story was Money Chaser and you've written an amazing book that is uh, supporting other people with a money chaser story, right? If you're unfamiliar with the money stories, go to identifyyourmoneystory.com and just get the guide. You don't have to put in your email address and you can identify your money story, but you are a money chaser. And so what of those characteristics are in alignment with most money chasers? And why, because you're a money chaser, why did you come in defiant? Why did you come in like that? You know, I'm going to do it anyway. Because it was the next thing that was going to make me more money. And so nothing was going to stand in my way of chasing that next thing. Mm -hmm. Not my, not my husband, not circumstances. Like there just wasn't nobody or no, like no thing could keep me from pursuing whatever it was, because that was the next thing that I I needed to chase to create more money or have more money. Mm -hmm. And now that you have these conversations, do you think you create more money or less money? Oh, I create more money. <laughs> <laughs> and it's what's, easier. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's shifted inside you in your story? I mean, what would you title your money story today? Um, well, I, well, in the book, I say a confident moneymaker, but even it's even deeper than that now. It's. Money's easy. Money's fun. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I love having conversations about money. <laughs> I love that. And yeah. because it's easy and fun, how does it show up differently in your life? How do you manifest? Does that help you manifest more of it? Yeah. And it's really interesting because, um, I think if if you'd asked me this question two years ago, I would have been like, well, I have to be, I personally have to be bringing in that money. Now I create space that I don't necessarily have to be the person that's Mm -hmm. bringing in that money. But because I show up differently and I have a different money story, those around me also have a different money story and feel differently about money. So it allows them to manifest. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And my husband is just like, we went from charging his flying lessons to now we're paying cash. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's so different by me being an amazing manifester. It allows those around me to manifest. Yes. And it allows the co-creation, the co-manifestation, right? Mm -hmm. So he bringing in more money through him, he's able to bring in more money, which supports this transition and this growth of your coaching business, right? Because you know that money is coming, right? It's, you just also know, you know, it's that slow going back to kind of the way the artists were doing it. It's not that come out of the gate and think I'm going to make a hundred grand this year. We're very clear. That's not even the intention, right? It's to build up to five years from now, you're making a hundred thousand dollars and working less than 15 hours a week and in creating the space that supports that journey. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I just had that aha, of course, during this interview that co-creating with Joshua and, and changing my story has allowed his story to become different. Mm-hmm. It's just been, and I didn't see it like that, like that. Yeah. 
um, yeah, my marriage is, is like the best it's ever been. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, we have lots more to come in the next couple of weeks on in this moment in time and Kimberly's journey. Anything else you want to say as we wrap up today in this, this part? It just gets better the longer that you show up and do the work and commit, not just to the manifest 10K and your future self, but commit to yourself and show up for yourself. Absolutely. We're all worthy of it. Yes. Yes, we are. So make sure to come back next week and uh, listen to what else is happening right now in Kimberly's manifesting journey. If you want her to be your coach, go to payafteryoumanifest.com. You can, of course, uh, manifest first and pay later. And you can say, I want Kimberly to coach me. So definitely check that out. You can choose her if she's the one who lights up your intuition about who should guide you on this journey to more money. Uh, go to payaftermanifest.com and we'll be back next week with more of Kimberly's story. The telling of stories is so powerful, both to the person telling it and the person receiving it. Since 30,000 BC, we as humans have told stories to teach and guide. And now we, with Manifesting Success Stories, hope to inspire you to what is possible in your own life. If you want more Manifesting Success, go to moremanifestingsuccess.com where you'll find links to anything we've talked about on the show. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you have the power to write your own happy ever after.